Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 31-year-old from Doncaster, England. His hockey journey has taken him to England, Scotland, and Australia. A staple of the Sheffield Rapiers, Steelhawks, and Scimitars, and is an ENL champion with the Sheffield Spartans. Ran amok with the Adelaide Adrenaline of the Australian League, and probably ate kangaroo. With Team GB has one gold and two silvers, but he is a living and playing legend with the Glasgow or Brayhead clan where his jersey will be retired someday. Welcome to the shed, Matt Haywood. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for making the time. No worries, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm finally, finally got on here, which is good. Um, we've been trying to arrange it for a few weeks now haven't we so we have yeah, yeah. i get into um, how we know each other and i guess we've never spoke right <laughs> no we know of each other we know mutual friends i suppose i guess uh bouncy was one that said he he wanted to help get you on uh so did you grow up with bouncy yeah i played with bouncy since i was five six years old mm-hmm. unfortunately i know him that well yeah 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 he's all right guy <laughs> eh <laughs> well, i don't want to pump his tires too much on it everyone, everyone else already does that too much I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> the other part was I tried to get you on with the clan group chat, but the time change is a bitch, right? Yeah, you guys did it like midnight your time, didn't you? <laughs> 5 a.m. my time is a little bit out of my I know. My I, I, I took a nap before that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the kids went to bed and I legit took an hour nap and woke up to pod. Uh, there's been, <laughs> been some strange stuff happening. I got a couple 6 a.m.ers booked coming up too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The other reason we would know each other was um, Matthew Waugh was just on um, uh-huh. and he is scoring goals still with the clan, isn't he? He is. He's, he's doing what he does best and he just scores goals. He just keeps that scoring net. goals. Yeah. Eh? Oh, he's a legend. What can you say? The he really Chef, is. He's the Sheffield for a reason. Um, <laughs> he really is the He's like the he's the best net front player I've ever seen. I don't know what you think. It's insane. I haven't seen him miss a tip in two years. Well, it's the tip and just the way he positions his body. It makes it look so simple, right? He just spins. His stick's always in the right place. He's always available. You know. I was talking to a few guys when we signed him, and he said, like, you should tell people to shoot at his stomach so he could like handle it in his stomach and spin whichever way he wants. Like so, like knock it down (laughs) and then spin and shoot. Yeah, you gotta have a bit of a barrel to do that, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I never got into it then. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, mate. Me too. Uh, so the uh, other part was though we had planned on having Mars for Matthew or taking the Waz to Mars, and then nice. you guys didn't win, right? 
Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't win. So who do you play next? We got Sheffield tomorrow. Where? At home. Well. We're at home would... Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday this week. And you're at home Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah. And uh, you got kids? I have two kids. Would they be in attendance for the matches? Saturday, they'll be on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Um, who's Saturday against? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I, don't maybe, maybe, I don't need to ask maybe, those hard questions. Dundee? Think maybe Dundee. Well, I'm thinking Saturday. If your kids will be there Saturday and wow. Roisy's daughter will be there, maybe we yeah. could make Saturday. We could take all the kids to Mars, right? I like that. I love right? Mars. I mean, and, and then your kids can see it. Roisy's daughter can see it. And then it's it's all for yeah. all, all of them, right? So what do you got? Kids to Mars. What do you mean? Who do we got? No, what do you got for kids? Two, two girls, one's just turned five, and one is just a, she's one, but she's like 15, 16 months, something like that. So she might not get it as much, but the five year old will get it. Yeah, I, uh, she should, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I say we plan it for Saturday now, folks. They're yeah, not going to lose again, right? No, can't, can't lose again. Sure. No. So, uh, the quite I guess, well, we've kind of answered this, but where and what are you doing now? I'm obviously playing. Um, uh, but I'm also at uni. I'm doing university as well. I'm doing an online kind of, well, it's, it's a full uni course, but it's because of COVID, it's online. So it's kind of manageable. What, you, what, what are you taking? Uh, quantity surveying, which is kind of like uh, in construction. So if a job, if a project needs doing, they'll go to a quantity surveyor and they'll uh, add up all the materials needed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's just one of those professions you can walk into a job as soon as you get the degree sort of thing. So well, kind that's, of what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And everybody's got to find their niche, right? Of where to, how to transition yeah. out of it, right? Yeah, I was thinking it kind of, I'm trying to tie it in with the end of my career too. I'm at that age where I got to start thinking about that now, which is... Uh, Sucks, eh? Scary. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. scary. Too. It really is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I know everyone just everyone becomes fire firemen and firefighters, policemen and stuff. I thought I didn't want to do that and try something different. I agree. I'm not a policeman. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah. What is it you do? Um, I'm an um, engineering technical supervisor of a heat treatment oh, company. Nice. Yeah. So I have a team of five, uh, and we do like the drawings of how to set up the wraps for heat treatment around yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I do. <laughs> um, Pays the bills, mate. Pays the bills. Yeah, no. Um, and uh, also, folks, we got a whole bunch of two ales and hockey tails jerseys that have landed in the UK. Gavin Evans has them. If you have bought one, he'll be reaching out or taking them to a Devils game, or uh, we're going to have to get a few of them up to Sheffield even. But they are there, and I can't wait to see the picture of y'all wearing them. Oh, I'm going to get hot and bothered. <laughs> oh man um and i'll get really excited when there's mars all over the the glasgow ice on saturday right yeah i guess i got to get the wife to take a few pictures of it when when it happens two videos or whatever i I better see them right (laughs) i have now seen them in cardiff and sheffield so be nice nice to get into scotland well yeah you've got that that's three out of four countries then you just gotta crack belfast then now Wow, they're playing hard to get those giants, but I never really liked <laughs> know, that much I either. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple of the British guys with you. I had uh, call it Shields on, but that's about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's about the only yeah. giant. 
Um, anyways, so what else do we got here? Um, so yeah, the clan fans, I think they're awesome. I think they'll throw Mars bars on for sure. Because one of my memories from hockey that I thought was really neat was when we went to Glasgow, the Cardiff fans would be there and would sing the Welsh national anthem in the crowd. Right. Yeah. I remember that. That's pretty cool. Actually. Um, I, I my loved grand, it. My granddad. Yeah. My granddad's actually Welsh. Well, was Welsh. So kind of got a special thing with the Welsh national anthem. Cause obviously they're, they're also proud to sing it. And, and obviously so are the Scots as well. So it's quite nice to have a little back and forth. It was a good, pretty good atmosphere. Dude. It really does create the atmosphere for the game. When yeah. they, the crowd starts singing the national anthem and you're standing on the blue line, you almost get chills, right? Well, you guys brought a lot of people up because you'd probably do the weekend, right? The Scottish weekend. You'd do the, oh, the, th- the three and three. It. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's always nice to end it in Dundee on the Sunday so all the fans can just get right into one. <laughs> I'm Glasgow. I'm Glasgow on a Friday, Saturday, so they have a good night out. Yeah, yeah. The Sunday, they, I yeah. Uh, the fans call it Dundee drunk. I don't know what, why they get so carried away in Dundee, but they drunk, do. drunk, drunk D. <laughs> um. So I've also your other reason we would kind of know each other is your testimonials came up. So you had a testimonial yes. with Glasgow. When was that? Uh, the year of the year we got cancelled for COVID. So I had it in February, and we got cancelled for COVID in like March. Oh, shout out to so Matthew I, Myers, buddy. You'll get yeah, one someday. You <laughs> <laughs> might get two. He's, he's, he's like yeah. a year away from getting one. Not even two. Um, yeah, uh, I got really lucky. And plus, we, obviously, we had all those people flying in and out and stuff like that. And we got, if it was two or three weeks later, it wouldn't have happened. All so, the guys would have got stranded over here. And so who did you bring over? Uh, Levitt was over Levy. there, right? Yeah, Levy, you know, Levy. Um, Mizey, Keeper. Chris Frank. Really? All uh, these shed guys, eh? All the shed guys. I had to say those guys first. Um, <laughs> Scott Arson. Uh, I tried to get Salts over, but he didn't. He couldn't get, make it. I think I, I, everyone I asked, I only had two people who couldn't make it, which is really good. Um, That's good. People get yeah, busy when they're out of hockey, you know? Yeah, I know. And it was like on a Tuesday night too, and they all came for the week, which is great. Like, we all they all made they all brought the wives over and stuff it was tight. oh that's was, awesome yeah it was the best, best but don't you don't ever. isn't it your like what you make out of the thing don't you pay for them to come over with that yeah so i, I so i have like well i think we have five events during the during the season and then that kind of your revenue you get from that pays for the rink pays for pretty much everything you need to pay for and then you get um all the other revenue from that Huh. Yeah, we don't have that in Canada. <laughs> Nobody knows about that. It's a really British it's a really British thing, actually. It's, so it's quite cool to explain it every year, especially last year when it was that year. It was quite cool. It was quite cool. Everyone, all the current team were like obviously helping me out with all the events and stuff. And they were they were amazing. Like they jumped on board. It was just it was just an excuse to have like a fun like fun time as well. We had like race nights. Did you ever do race nights in Cardiff where they did like uh were race like, nights? Yeah. So like what they'll do is they have like a little betting station, so it's, and you have like old virtual or horse races from the past, like random ones on the TV, and you bet on it pre. So it's really? pretty. It's like a mini, mini like going like to the horse. You're races at, yeah, you're at the horse races, but they're just yeah, not yeah. live. Man, no, but we the, have not done that. You no, know, but the last race we had the guys dress up as horses and they run around the room and we bet like a live bet, live bet. On, there had on to the have been some beers consumed before that race. 
Oh, multiple. And they had the horse, you know, the horse and jockey costumes with the little legs and stuff. <laughs> they had those, yeah. I think one guy one guy did his back and didn't play for like a month after that. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I would say it, but they would probably say a lot about you, even though I've never met you, that all those guys cleared their schedules to make it over there. Um, I yeah. know I was invited to Richie's and I had just started working in the real world somewhat and I just didn't have the holidays to go over there, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but when you start working at 32 years old or 33 <laughs> years old, you still start out with only two weeks of holidays. <laughs> for the year <laughs> yeah you did you did come over for something all right you came over one bit I, yeah I yeah they, they i remember to, seeing you shirtless in the stands or something I remember. Uh, something like that yeah uh <laughs> yeah for some reason they had a wally night and um i got a little carried away <laughs> that was it uh right actually that you know what's crazy about this how i started the shed and all that is that all happened november 2019 and uh it wasn't long after that that you weren't allowed to do much. So if they wouldn't have done it right then and there, it would have never happened. And I would have never remembered who I used to be. And I probably <laughs> wouldn't be out in my shed doing this and having a blast. Well, everything's happens for a reason, right? Yeah. So thanks, <laughs> devils, again, you know, way to go. Um, but anyways, and that's shout out to Matt Kruther goalie. Um, his nephew has hemophilia and we are raising money for that with raffling off his game worn Jersey and stick on my website, aleshockeytails.com. All the money we raised will go to the hemophilia charity. So, uh, buy tickets for that. And I also, this Matt Sundin signed game worn Jersey is also up for raffle and that one ends in four days folks and right now you'd have a one in 61 chance of winning so that's a pretty good odds to win a matt sundin signed jersey i'd say um and there's clothes up for sale now so you know <laughs> anyways um okay what else do i got here so growing up in doncaster england where's that is that by sheffield then yeah it's like 20 minutes away from sheffield really so uh, obviously played Sheffield from when I was six, seven till I was eighteen. How'd you get into faster. ice hockey? Uh, my dad's aunt and uncle used to live in Brampton, near Toronto. Really? And then they, yeah, uh, then they moved back over. I wanted to see if there was hockey over there, and ended up taking me to a Steelers game, Sheffield Steelers game, and uh, then from there I just wanted to skate, play. But you know what it's like when you're a kid; you see something going and. Yeah, I've been doing it for what twenty five years now. So. Um, so then you just you got into like minor hockey in Sheffield then right away at six seven years old and just took it. But you're it said your older yeah. brother research team found it. Your older brother plays too still. Uh -huh, he's in Sheffield still. Mm -hmm. So he would have been playing too then. Yeah, I've only actually only played with him once, uh, and that was for the Simiters, which is the league below our league right now. But and he was always two years above me, so whenever I moved up to like say under sixteen, he just moved out of under sixteen. Right, so you always missed each yeah, other. Yeah, but he's he's doing well. He's he wasn't going to play this year, and then they, they signed him late, like in October or something. And I think he's, he's having a good season anyway. He's scoring a few goals. So would he have a job on the side of that? Yeah, he's got a full-time job. It's it's pretty easy that league below because you only train, certainly train twice a week at night, and mm -hmm. and then and then two games of the weekend. Um, so you also so you grew up with Bouncy, so you guys had to have had a pretty good team. Yeah, we were always good. Uh, well, saying that, um, a lot of our guys didn't actually get good till 
16, 15, 16. You know, like, but we were kind of, we were always the best team in the country, but our good guys kind of left to like stop playing hockey at that age or like they moved on to different teams or whatever. So then like Bouncy was, Bouncy is like a week younger than me, but he was a year younger than me in hockey. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm You're late December twenty seventh. Yeah, he's obviously January. He's January, whatever he is. Um, okay, I saw you guys were on the same teams a bunch, and then so yeah. So when what I are the Midlands? Here, Midlands are the regional team, so they have a regional tournament every every year. It used to be held in Hull. Do you ever play in Hull? Oh yeah, the Stingrays. Yeah. <laughs> the worst, um, the worst bench for a team ever. It's like a pig pen. Guilford's the same as that. Really? The team that's yeah. in the league now? Yeah. It's like a pig pen. I felt it's like... Awful. Yeah. It was, but, <laughs> yeah. The first <laughs> but like, seriously, there would be like, what, 15 of us on the bench and you're in a There's square. One door in the middle. And, yeah. And you're trying to figure out who's up next so that they can stand at the bench yeah. around the side and like see what's happening in the game. And then you got the guys stuck behind the door. It, it was a mess. The bed and the boards are so high too. You can't really jump over them. Not with my little legs. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe the big guys can, but me and you can. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that's where that was. But I saw a couple other guys that would be on your regional team. Then were Farmer and Laco. Yeah, Lakovich. Yeah. Hey, uh, Farmer. Farmer played with me towards the end of Sheffield. Then he, me and him, kind of were training and playing with the Steelers, and then he got took full time with the Steelers and then he obviously went to Nottingham after that. He's from Nottingham originally anyway. But, um, okay. Yeah, he had a pretty good career. So what all makes up the Midlands? What towns? Well, there was like Sheffield, Nottingham were the main two. And then there's, uh, there's places you won't have heard of. They're not really in the league. Okay. And then like Hull and that were it was split into Scotland, North, Midlands, Southeast, Southwest. Okay. Like a five five team tournament. Well, so when I grew up, I was always on like one team for the year, right? It was just one yeah. team. That was my team. And um, there was one year you played for the Sheffield Scimitars, Steelhawks, and Spartans. So it was under 19s and then men's third league, then men's second league. And you play like full season with all three? Yeah, obviously I couldn't make most games, but like a lot of the times they'd all play on the same day. So I'd play like 12 o'clock or 2 o'clock with the under-19, and I'd play 4 o'clock with the, <laughs> and then I'd play 7 o'clock. I wouldn't get many shifts for the, for the like scimitars or whatever, because I was 15, 16. But I, every team was different dudes, so you're on three different teams. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That'd be a lot to keep track least, of. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the guys, British guys who played in our league about my age would have done the same. There's a, there's a lot of kids that if you're under 19, you have a hard time keeping your one team schedule, right? <laughs> like being yeah. on time for those practices games. You had to do that for three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was lucky they were kind of all on the same night, which was good. So um, okay. I'm going to be late for the second two. So what was it like then? 2007, eight. What do I got here? This is, uh, you make team GB for the first time uh, an under 18. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I never, yeah. I went to, we went to Estonia. I think we went that year. We think, did we get the silver? I think we got silver that year. Where is Estonia? It's kind of Russia, Russia side of Europe. I think it's kind of near okay. Ukraine. Because Pigs went there before our skiing trip, and he had he came mid skiing trip from Estonia, and I still don't know where that is. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's such a good city. Really? Yeah. 
And you went there yeah. for the under 18s? Yeah. And what you what'd you get? Silver? Yeah, I think we were in a in a group with like Spain, China, things like that. Um, who beat you? Estonia. I think we lost to uh don't tell me the Spanish beat you. <laughs> no, we actually I think we beat Spain in in, in uh, this is a story all the guys actually love. Um we actually beat Spain six five in overtime. I bounce you'll tell you this. They had the best power play I've ever ever seen. Even to this day, I've not seen a power play that good. They had like five shut, shut up. <laughs> they had five like North American, quite a lot of North American, like Spanish dual nationals. So they were actually uh, had a, they were a good team. And they were we asked Bouncy about it. I've cool never crazy. heard of Spain having an ice hockey team in the world championships <laughs> of any level. So I don't know what you're saying that they're good. They were good. We only beat them six five in overtime. The only thing I could think of for Spanish Spanish ice hockey was when I went to Barcelona for before cruise, um, the end of my career or whenever it was. But right beside the Barcelona soccer stadium, there's an ice hockey rink, and Barcelona has a hockey team. Did you know that? Yeah, they ro- yeah, they have roller hockey as well. Roller hockey's huge in Spain. I, think. Uh, I could see that. <laughs> be a lot cheaper. <laughs> one of the guys on our team. One of the guys on our team is actually like half Spanish, and he he played in Spain during COVID. Really? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Huh? I yeah, I never knew Spain had a league until I went to check out the soccer stadium or football stadium, and then next door was the hockey rink, and I was with a fellow PJ Fenton. We went and checked it out. (laughs) Okay. Um interesting stuff but okay so you went to estonia and you lose what so you don't know what team beat you maybe china i think korea i think oh korea yeah Yeah. okay well the goalies for that team fun fact were bouncy and murdy eh Uh you played murdy as well i didn't play with him but i met him he had uh he'd like cut his thumb sharpening as the backup goalie and then couldn't be the backup goalie and it's now transitioned to equipment manager. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Thomas. That's yeah. Thomas Boyer. I'm going to have to get him in the shed at some point here. That's an interesting story, too. Okay. Next season, or not the next season, but 2009 10 is a pretty life changing season for you, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. The Scimitars in the EPIHL. You. S- play 52 games and score 32 goals and have 66 points. So you're basically saying I'm too good for this league. And yeah, you only got four games with Sheffield Steelers. Uh-huh. So is that like a I dream think... come true for you to play for the Sheffield Steelers at that point? Yeah, it was at the time. Obviously I grew up watching the Steelers and obviously all the old, all the old uh, players they still talk about now, like Shooter and obviously Shooter's son's playing from now, which just makes me feel old nice and old yeah but uh yeah it was it was amazing to like play for them at that time and, i mean I, I think i drove up to edinburgh like from sheffield and didn't like get a shift or whatever like it was just but for the experience it was it was amazing i think my one of my first games was a sheffield nottingham boxing day game in nottingham so it's like sold out and i'd never played in front of any like over like i played i think for the 20s i played in hungary and that was like four or five thousand so i've never played in anything over that before and it was just mental honestly it was crazy well I think for, he, the, for he the first thought, time yeah. you play in front of a lot of fans for the first time i guess it'd be different for that because that's just all of a sudden right away for me it was i guess junior b like as you get through the playoffs the the it keeps getting fuller and fuller until you're in the finals and like 
there's a lineup around the building and that's when you're like, wow, we're really doing it. But <laughs> when you're a kid that, yeah, you're playing for the cemeteries. Yeah. I bet you what they get about a hundred fans, 200, three. Yeah. Probably 400 max, maybe depending. If the shit is and then you go from that to yeah. thousands and thousands and they're into it. Well, I was not in the way and they had like extra seating behind. So that it must be, it must've been like eight, 8,000 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, it was crazy. And I think, Huey and that and Bruce Richardson fought that game. I think that was, yeah, it was crazy. I think I don't really remember the game too much, but I just remember being in like warm up and I'd skate around, shot, like hit the crossbar. I was skating around feeling really good, and someone was just, everyone was just booing me because I'm missing the net, like giving me the finger. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy, man. It, it, it really is eye opening when they really get into it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you should see us, and you should see when we go to five now. It's like that's a, that's a whole new level than that, than that. I think. Um. Yeah, Fife. They're always a little. They can they can get interesting in the crowd, right? Well, especially against us. Like I feel like um, whenever I, could, I speak, yeah. to the Brits against whenever I speak to the Brits around the league, like yeah, Fife's pretty bad. Like I'm like we, and then they and then obviously if they play for us, like it's like it's a whole it's all different. I'm like. They bring loads of fans to us, and we bring loads of fans to those guys, and it's, it's an amazing atmosphere. It's, it's great, actually. Yeah, I, I like a little animosity, you know? Yeah, that's the best thing about it, right? Like, it's that little edge to it. and like, Yeah, you need that. To, that makes it fun, right? Yeah, nothing better than, like, keeping them quiet or, like, you know what I mean? It's the best. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, well, uh, what else do we got here? So that same year I was saying you're, that's a life-changing year for you is uh, you also make the world junior team in under 20, right? Uh, yeah, that was with Pete Russell, you know, the guy who is a GB coach now. Actually. He was a coach. Yeah, I, uh, I, I actually uh, was sent his contact info ages ago to get him in the shed, and then I totally got sidetracked. He's really good. You, you would actually really, he'd be really good on this, actually. He's, I, he's, yeah. like Rain, he's like Rain Man. He's, I call him, I call him that, Rain Man. That's what the guy that told me to have him on said. He's his yeah. Rain Man. Yeah, he is. That's the best way to describe it, man. He's like, he'd be the most enthusiastic guy, but then if he gets talked about like uh, systems and stuff, he just goes like, can't he, even understand him. And he's Scottish too, so he might be hard for you to understand. Oh, the, yeah, the Scottish <laughs> accents are my toughest ones to understand. <laughs> So do you do you start to sound a little Scottish? Not really, eh? And if you don't grow up uh, Scottish, you don't really. It's not gonna like, because I had a guy on from my hometown that's now living in Texas, and he sounds like he's from Texas. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you notice it more if if it, like if my friends from from Doncaster all say I sound quite Scottish or whatever. The people that knew you before, right? Yeah, they all used to treat me for like sounding a bit Canadian when I used to go home in the summers and stuff because. If I spoke how I spoke down there, nobody would, no, not none of the guys on the team would understand the word I was saying. So. Well, you know, like Bouncy, Bouncy's hard to understand. Bouncy is, I like, I talk about how Scottish accents are tough and, uh, <laughs> you know, they're probably the hardest for me to understand, but Bouncy's might be the worst. I don't even know what it is. He mumbles, so Bouncy mumbles. Mm, that must be what it is. <laughs> um, so you guys won gold though, eh? Yeah. In the under 20s. Where was that? That was in uh, Hungary. Hungary. So what town in Hungary? Debrecen. Debrecen? Yeah. It's like the second biggest city. It's like obviously not Budapest or something. But Did they have a team that plays pro? What's the rink like? The rink was incredible. It was like a 9,000 seater or something. And that's the other big crowd you've been? 
in front of that was that was the biggest one i think uh, maybe not mine maybe it might be eccentric maybe six uh, but it was the biggest rink i've ever played and it was kind of similar size to to sheffield i'd say okay. height wise it was more like nhl kind of yeah big bowl was, type thing yeah yeah and it ended up the last game was was versus hungary like one versus two seeds and whoever won won the gold so yeah. it was like full and it was like live on tv like we obviously and you're Never the road and you're the road team. And what's the score yeah. of that game? I think we won on penalty shots that game, but they were they were shot that, that uh, penalty shots. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Whoa. Anyways, we just got cut off there. We don't know what we were talking. <laughs> Do you know what we were talking about? Yeah, penalty shots. Yeah, penalty shots. What a joke. That's how I lost silver stick this year with my under 11s. <laughs> um yeah you can't be playing I mean, you can't be doing penalty shots in final games folks grow up right? it was uh yeah it's crazy we scored like they were their team was way better than our team i don't know how we won that game but we did but i think we had like hey same thing happened in my silver stick with my under 11s <laughs> <laughs> i think one of our guys like threw the foot hey, do you ever play with benny davis and um i know him i, yeah, I i'd like to coerce him into my shed someday um yeah he's a good guy yeah, no, I just played against him because he was. Uh, well, he was he, somewhere. He, he might have been with us when you. He might have been yeah. with you one year, and I think he might have been Coven. Did he play in Coventry, Guildford? Uh, it's been everywhere, mate. Uh, bit of a suitcase. Is one, yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, he's back home yeah, now, though. Liked, good for him. <laughs> yeah, he's doing well too. He's having a good season. Um, but he was was he the one that scored the big goal, right? No, no, he, no. That, that was that was for the men's. That was right. For, no, uh, that 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 was him that scored the goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. Getting sidetracked. This is world junior talk, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't care about that men's things right now. Um, no. Yeah. I think he threw the puck in the net, like off a, off a rebound, just grabbed it and threw it and the, and the ref gave it. We we're all like laughing. And, and the, the, the ref doesn't shot. see it. And that's how you win. In, and then you win in penalty shots and the other team probably still talks about it. There's probably still upset. Like <laughs> we are, me, we are. <laughs> they probably talk about Britain. Like we talked about, we spoke about Spain. <laughs> Hey, but you beat Spain, eh? The best power play you've ever played against. <laughs> ask, ask, you, you've got to ask Bounds. Okay, but are you open. not? You're a penalty killer. You've made a career as a penalty killer, right? Yeah. I'm, 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 and I'm you're tired. telling me the best power play is Spain? <laughs> I honestly, I couldn't even keep up with a puck. Maybe I'm. Maybe I've improved slightly, but it was incredible. You're confusing me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish under eight. Team team <laughs> has the best power play you've ever played against. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sticking with it. Well, that, that's fine. Well, me and Hawthorne <laughs> on the second unit of Cardiff probably never saw us. <laughs> and with the terrible Scottish refing, we probably not got never got a power play in Glasgow. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. I can't. I can't comment because I'm still an active player. So. Uh... I know nobody can comment. It's like it doesn't even really happen. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. So, okay. So you win that game in a shootout. Um, like, do you party? Under 20s. Yeah, we you're in Hungary. Yeah. You're the Brits. You just win gold. You got to have some fun, well, eh? Well, I'll let you. I'll, I'll be, yeah. Obviously, we part, We went out um, to this club. So it, was, it, was, it was just back when, like, Britain weren't smoke, like got out the smoking ban, like they had to just enforce it. And then we went to Europe and it still was there. And it was like smoking walking everywhere. in, cloud of smoke everywhere. And like, pretty sure the coach fell over and cut his head open on the dance on the on the stage. Oh, it was 
crazy. This crazy wasn't Rain night. Mad, was it? No, this was like an assistant coach. He was oh. Canadian, actually, the assistant coach. Okay. <laughs> Can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, that was a wild night. And then the flight home the next day is obviously super rough, isn't it? And you just try and get home. <laughs> Man, I re- actually, the smoking rule, I that brings up a memory, was they stopped it in Canada. Then I moved oh. to Michigan. And I've had, I've had clean restaurants for like a year. Then I moved to Michigan. You're allowed to smoke again. And you just yeah. can't believe how smoky it is in places. It's gross, isn't it? Oh, man. And then they ban it there. And then I moved to Ohio my rookie year. And now they still haven't banned it. And I'm back to smoking again. <laughs> I, I had three oh. different places where it got banned while I was there. But like, man, <laughs> it'd make your clothes stink. The restaurant would stink. Everywhere yeah, it stink. does. Yeah, you notice it so much more. Did you? Was it still there in Germany when you were in Germany? Whew, that's a solid question. I bet you there was some smoking going yeah. on. Oh, they loved oh. smoking there. Oh yeah, the Germans loved smoking. It was still really cool then. <laughs> yeah, that's why you smoke, right? It's so cool. But I think they got away from it when after I first got there. Yeah, I think probably. I don't know. <laughs> Can't keep track. So, okay. So you finally, your dream comes true. You get the call boxing day to play Nottingham Sheffield. You only get four games, but then that season comes to an end. You're too good for the EPIHL, but you're like, well, I got to play and I want to play in the EIHL then. Is that the thinking? Yeah, I had a couple of offers in the league below. Actually, Pete Russell offered me to go to the team he was at in London. Um, but then I was going to... Uh, Canada with a couple of Nottingham guys, uh, Lakovic and Stevie Lee and people like that. And uh, we were working on like a camp out there with with Corey Nielsen. He was at his camp and uh, it came up. Obviously, Bruce was the first coach Bruce? up here. Bruce Richardson okay. was the first coach for us. So was he not he a was player? He was his assistant at the time, yeah, and then he came up and he was player coach for us. I, I was going to say the research team saw him on the stat sheet. <laughs> yeah, the first the first three seasons, I think we had player coaches up here. It's obviously, uh, it's a money saving thing, and yeah, but he was he was really good. And obviously, Corey got me into it. Well, just kind of signed me really, and just said and just told Bruce all about me, and that was it. So Corey Nielsen was coach. Where was he? He was the assistant. He was Nottingham. No, he Corey was the head coach in Nottingham. Nottingham. That's he was when I was over there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Bruce was his. Bruce was his assistant in Nottingham. And then, and then went goes to Brayhead or Glasgow, whatever, and then yeah. says to take you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Get it now. Okay. Yeah. So that guy's a player coach. What was it like for you playing for a player coach? It was good. I think it like it kind of. Uh, because they have to concentrate on their own game too. It's actually quite nice. You get a bit more. You can get away with a bit more. Not two more turnovers. And stuff. Well, he was I, actually. He was actually really good. I really I good. I liked it because it kind of put a, like, and the way Andrew Lord did it was he was like, "This is our team. Like, you guys are yeah. big boys. You guys want to win. Like, you guys help me. Right? We're a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. It makes people quite accountable i think they don't rely on that guy telling them what to do and stuff like that it's well yeah it's it's a different i feel atmosphere and the coach obviously needs to do everything he's asking you to do right that's the thing that is the thing like they have to be like the bag skates and practice are a bit easier and stuff like that because they have to do it as well not not with andrew lord they're not <laughs> no, that's the, true you get the ropes out and you start pulling each other <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, Bruce is actually one of the most in shape guys on the team. So, yeah, probably the same thing. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always the in shape ones that get it, actually. Well, that's the only way you can be a player coach. Because, like, if I got to the bench, I wouldn't have even been able to talk to anybody. <laughs> I'm just trying to breathe, man. I might have to look soon. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Um, so your first year, though, when that guy's the coach then, uh, I got one guy mm-hmm. written down here because I played against him in Germany. I know he won gold helmets and sooner you ski before me was Brendan Cook. Uh-huh. He was pretty good, eh? He was really good. He was by far our best player that year. Yeah, he's, I think I think Bruce signed him. I think he played in Nottingham a couple of years ago, a couple of years before with Bruce. And he came, I think he was our top scorer by like 20, 30 points or something like that. Yeah, he was incredible. I always find it weird when a guy can lead a team by like 20, 30 points because yeah. it's like, how is the guy playing with Nobody him? Else picking up the other? Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it, but. Yeah, it's crazy. We had uh, a couple of good guys. Couple of, it was that back then it was only like 10 imports though. So it was like, um, the third line was mainly Brits. So it was quite yeah, we had a couple of good guys had good years. One guy actually went from us us to the AHL like after a few years, believe it or not. Like then, who's that? Uh, John Landry. Oh yeah, I think I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah, he went to I think I don't know where he went to. But he he had a good career after he left us. He was really good. So what's I I'm not to skip ahead and get ahead of myself here, but this who what's your favorite year in Glasgow so far? Ah. Uh, I think it's probably the year we, when we had the big heavy team. When you, you do the guys, when when the we had the, the group had chat, the yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably. I think it's tough though, right? Because that was probably the closest team you ever had, the best team you ever had. But yeah, the way it ended is obviously you guys are all a little sour, right? Well, yeah, we threw it. We definitely let that one slip, but. Um... <laughs> But it was still a great yeah. year, and the 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 eight nine months you spent together were great, right? Yeah, it was like it was the first time after like three or four seasons where I kind of started feeling like I was one like a quite a key member in the team sort of thing. I kind of I was getting on, I was getting a bit older and a bit more confident and things. And it was the first year I think we had the same coach twice, like in two years sort of thing. Really? We, you need I a think little. We've only ever, yeah, we've only ever had one coach that's been not been one year a uh, one-year coach do you want your fun thinner. do you want your fun fact of the day <laughs> oh yeah yeah here's your fun fact of the day folks um when i was having a tough time there going through the transition that we always talk about and i maybe wasn't quite making enough money to support a family of four um and my wife couldn't work in canada because she's american at first there waiting for her permanent residency was <clears throat> the glasgow clan coaching position did come up and i did send an email to put my name in the hat and i was never contacted back so <laughs> what year would that be i'm thinking that would have been when finner got fired uh, when was that uh, that's about 2017 we had him for like four years i think so yeah it must be i think it's so it's when i'm having a tough like i'm i'm you know i'm missing the game i'm missing everything about it and I see that and I'm like, geez, you wonder if they'd even call me, you know, you're just curious. <laughs> Don't miss it anymore. <laughs> Don't miss I, that game anymore. I, uh, I'm doing exactly what I want to do in the hockey That's game now. Good, yeah. 
I don't have to travel. I don't have to go anywhere. I just can do it all from my shed, right? <laughs> just walk, just walk to your shed, and you're, and you're happy. Yeah, well, and then you don't have to travel. You can still be a good dad. You know, you got lots of, you know, good, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was funny that I put my name in for that. Now that I'm talking to all these clan guys, I forgot about it until I was going to have you on. Okay. Um, but you said it wasn't until that year you're really feeling comfortable because your first year you get 17 points, your rookie year. And then your next two years, you got 28 points. That's a lot for a young Brit. Yeah, I was playing with, I think that second year, I was playing with a couple of good, like, pretty good guys. That Jordan Kristanovic guy, he was, a, I think he played in the NHL for 50 odd games or something. He was really good. And that was the year we had Jay Galbraith had like 100 points that year. And I we, played we against him in Germany. Yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. He's a he's another he's he. You got to get him on your podcast. That be that would be amazing. <laughs> he's a character man. I, that, right? I I don't know I don't know him very well. I I he was in Munich I think one year when I when I was in Beatingheim I think is what it was yeah. or Landshut maybe I'm not sure but yeah he was in Germany for sure. Yeah, I went to a baseball game in Toronto with him when I was at that camp with the Nottingham guys and. I didn't really know him. And the camp was in Toronto. It was just outside of Toronto. Yeah, I was I was like teaching on it, and and like Corey was teaching us as well at the same time. Oh, okay. Uh, we went to a baseball game, and I don't really met him a little bit. And now the Nottingham guys are like say that was, this guy's pretty crazy sort of thing. And we walked down to our seats, and we haven't had beers for a while because you've got to be nineteen to drink over in Canada, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now. Uh, we went down to these, and as we go down to the seats, the guy hits a home run right to us, and we're like, we're second tier, and it lands, and like I said, like a, a boy and his mom, like the guy's little boy's leaning over the, the tier, and it hits his glove and bounces out and goes down to the bottom tier, and Galvey just goes, <laughs> goes crazy, he's like, Buddy, that's once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> just give, giving it He's just chirping the kid. <laughs> I felt so. I felt awful for this kid. He must have been. He must have been ten or something like. And he's like nearly crying because he's dropped the ball. <laughs> and he's and chirping he's him. Just giving it to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know much about the guy. Um, I know he scored a lot of points, but uh, that's funny. <laughs> You know, so you guys wouldn't guy. know much about baseball when you're showing up to that game, eh? Just a bunch of Brits trying to take in a ball game. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I know the we know they're like the simple version of it or whatever and stuff, but it's nowhere near as complicated as cricket is. So you know the rules of cricket? I love cricket. Really? I don't know a thing about it, but I tried it with a a, a family. Uh, we're play, uh, an Indian family was playing on the ball diamond down the road. And I took my daughter to uh, the ball diamond and started playing cricket with them. <laughs> so I'd never oh. hit, I'd never, uh, yeah, they, it makes you want to pop it up, right? Cause of the scoop yeah. on it. You just hit pop flies. Brutal. If you're bad. Yeah. If you're bad, you do that. Wow. I've only taken a couple <laughs> swings. I'll figure it out. <laughs> but what, don't they play for like days? There's, yeah, there's three different versions of it. There's one that lasts for five days, one lasts for like a full day, and then one lasts for three hours. Three hours? Yeah, they made it. They made it for like Americans. Like they wanted to make it like baseball kind of time. And how? So if it's a five day event, is it different people show up each day? Yeah. Or you get tick- a ticket for you get for your day. You get like a day ticket. And and like you sit there and watch all day. 
Yeah, but it's one of those spots. It's actually one of the best spots to watch live because you could just sit in the sun drinking. You don't have to actually. That, that's watch up for it debate, intensely. right? That's up for debate. Best games yeah, to watch you, live. That's live? up for debate. That's up for debate. <laughs> I've never seen one, but I, I'd be curious. Well, what other spots can you sit in the sun drinking for seven hours? I don't know. One thing I always wish I would have done was go to a dart thing in the UK, though. That looks Yeah, fun. well, they're not seven hours. No, no, they're crazy, man. Uh, I would crazy. love to do that. Jeez, they're, that they're amazing. Crazy. I've been to one. It's, it's, it's not. It gets a bit much, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've just seen it on TV. I've never been. I, it, it, looks, it looks up my alley. It just it just epitomizes British culture, doesn't it? Just just get as many beers down here as you can, and just yeah. love it. Just and go yeah, crazy. One hundred and eighty. I don't. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. Anyways, mm. eh? okay. Yeah, a um, bit, just a little bit. My bad. So, anyways, cricket does seem like a fun game, right? Like it does. You yeah. play oh, it, yeah. or do you just like watching it? I used to play before I moved up to Scotland. I used to play during the summers and stuff, but just like. No way near good, just my village, village standard. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't mind getting sidetracked every once in a while. Okay. Uh, what else do I got here? So in Glasgow, you guys always don't play like home games for like over a month, right? For Disney on ice or yeah, something. I heard. That's right. It's, changed, it's just changed. It'll change next year because we got the rink now. What happened there? You guys like almost lost your team or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got told that we weren't going to be playing this year but one bit to like kind of well not we weren't going to be playing but it's likely we weren't going to be playing and then and then the season got cancelled and then obviously when we started this year we decided they decided to do it because they employed Malcolm as a coach and then it's kind of we've kind of got through it but yeah it's looking pretty ropey at one bit there well shout out for doing it it's kind of like uh like the silver stick tournament in town yeah. here where i live um it was during our little lockdown thing so it had been canceled or whatever but then once we opened up the the volunteers the people that put it on they didn't just let it slide they still put on the tournament we just had it here last weekend and shout out to the under 13 concurrent canucks they won the silver stick uh, but if they wouldn't have put on that tournament, if they would have been lazy and just decided, ah, it was a yeah. lockdown, let's not do it. They, they figured it out. They got it done. And now all, every team that won a championship last weekend wouldn't have had that memory for their exactly. lives. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty crazy over there right now as well. Isn't it? With all the... <sighs> but that's politics. That's politics. We wouldn't want to, we don't anymore. talk about that. On here. <laughs> we try not to, but it's a bunch of horse manure. I'll tell you that when you see what the rest of the world's doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, shout out to then the clan and everybody that figured out how to get a team together. And it couldn't have been easy for that coach, right? Once he gets hired to assemble a team that's going to be competitive, right? Yeah, I, th- I actually think he got a team pretty quick. I think he's, I think he got a team pre- together pretty quick. I mean, we had a couple of guys sign like the year we got canceled and stuff, but yeah, he did well. Um, we were still waiting to hear if he got the rink, like as we were playing. There was still bids being put in, apparently. And so, yeah, what do you mean crazy. you got the rink? Like you bought it? The team? No, I think it? I think so. So instead of like renting the rink from the shopping center, they they now own the lease to the rink. So they've kind of got like a, a mortgage kind of thirty year lease for it. So they've got long term plans. So now they can 
now they can develop it. So now they can put like um, boxes, like uh, yeah. corporate boxes and things like that. And they've got pretty Trying to make ideas, it but... make it their own, right? Yeah. So they've got pretty good ideas for the two guys in charge. So it's pretty exciting times, and hopefully, it uh, puts us up with the big boys. Really, we've definitely got the fan base for it. So, well, uh, I know you're doing your course there in uh, is what's like su- supply material supply. What was it? What was it called? Quantity surveillance. But I think you're a hockey guy, man. I think you might end up a clan guy forever, you know, staying in the game. You never know. Um, So uh, I guess we haven't had a love story in a while, but you're going to end up in Glasgow, eh? Yeah, well, yeah, I've got got my own house here. Is that that where your wife's from? Yeah, she's from uh, just outside, like a town just outside, like Motherwell's from, so. Okay, we haven't had a love story in the pod in a while. Where'd you guys, where'd you crazy kids be? <laughs> oh, well, uh, we kind of met in, in one of the bars near the rink there. And, uh, Classic kind of, Yeah. A <laughs> um, few Instagram exchanges, and then we just kind of oh, yeah. went out on a date. She hated me after the first date, but she somehow gave me a second date, and then I think I changed my mind after that date. I was a bit hungover for the first date, so uh, that'll <laughs> yeah, happen. I got, yeah. I got my I got my act together for the second date. <laughs> Good for you. Um, yeah. Now look at you, a couple kids. Soon it's going to be. Kids. Soon we're going to be taking them to Mars and Glasgow with the Waz, right? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Definitely. We're taking them to Mars, folks. Get your Mars bars. <laughs> <laughs> If Sheffield and Cardiff are going to show you up, folks, don't let that happen, Glasgow. Buy your Mars bars. They wouldn't let that happen, right? Not a chance. Okay. All right. So I want to know about your decision to go to Australia. That's after uh, you've, my research team found it. That's after about three seasons in the EIHL. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of my old British teammates were actually that field over there at the point. So I didn't have the full season there. I just kind of, one of the inputs left after a few weeks. He just gave me a call and said, oh, do you want to come down? So I think. And that's in the summer, right? Yeah. So it's their winter over there when you go. But it's still like 20 degrees. Like it's not cold. I was walk. I was walking to the grocery shop. That's what I thought. I was in- that's what I thought of the UK. <laughs> it's not yeah. actually cold in the winter. <laughs> it's just, well, it's not. It's just it's rainy. Wet. Yeah. It's wet. Yeah. Um, and I was walking in like shorts and t-shirt and they're all in like parka coats with like fur and like, they're like walking up to it, like saying, you must be British. <laughs> so <there's, laughs> I was <kind of> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so hot. I was in like shorts and flip-flops. It was like 22 degrees and they're all I'd like, be in shorts and flip-flops in, in that weather too. Absolutely. They're all in coats. It was insane. Uh, it, well, yeah. It's like when Canadians head down to like Florida area, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um did you eat kangaroo chris frank ate kangaroo i ate kangaroo yeah oh yeah uh, what'd you think I mean, we went hunting kangaroo at one pit say yeah. what now yeah. yeah we hunt we went out hunting it well so they're like what are you get, hunting a kangaroo with they seem quite per like a, I, I don't know if i'd feel right about hitting no i didn't i felt a bit i, I did I, I i'm actually quite ashamed of it, to be honest but um the the viewed as pests down there for like farm. well because there's so, too many of them right and they're yeah and everything. Then they like 
Yeah, they they get sheep and and uh, I heard that's why they're the eating them. They don't even taste good, but there's too many of them, so they. Well, apparently the males don't taste good, but the females taste good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's to be honest. But the same, this the way they like catch them is oh, it's awful. Really? Yeah, they hang them up by like the legs. They like punch a hole through their Achilles and like hang them up like a coat hanger. It's disgusting. It's awful. Oh, but then everything goes on a bar on a barbecue over there. Like they barbecue every, everything. It's just barbecue. That's all they do. Man. It's actually and you well, put buy, another like, you, shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, ironically, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's insane. And they like you can buy like kangaroo mints. You know, like when you get like beef mints, turkey mints in a shop, you can get kangaroo mints. Like it's what is crazy. It? Is it like gamey? Yeah, I'd say the men. The men is probably more gamey than the females, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have the kangaroo mints, believe it or not. I just had a piece of the kangaroo. You just had one piece, and you're like, "Yeah, oh, good." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd be into it at all. So, was your team good? Yeah. Uh, I think it was supposed to be good in the past, but we were kind of like mid-table really nothing crazy because you uh you had a lot of points and you did well the i ref, I, I did say you ran there. a muck yeah well the reffing down there is even more questionable than than, than scotland than other places <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um other questions i got for australia what else do i got oh. did you work part-time while you were playing I did a few. I was only there for like um, six, seven weeks, so I didn't actually have a working visa, so I couldn't actually work. But I did isn't that few, what like, they do? They pay for your flight over, and then you work part time while you play or something. Yeah, the sponsors normally put you up, uh, do do jobs and stuff. I know guys working like construction. You make good money over there, though. The minimum wage is like twenty twenty three dollars an hour or whatever. Creepers. Yeah, but it's expensive to live over there. Did you like it then? It was a good experience. Yeah, well, yeah, you get like if we played Melbourne, for example, at the weekend, you would fly there on a Friday, play Saturday, Sunday. You could just say to the team, I oh, don't book my flight back till the Wednesday. And you obviously you pay for your Monday, Tuesday hotel, hostel, whatever you're going to stay. And, just and you could just cool. enjoy and you could just enjoy the new city. You wouldn't have got a free trip to. Exactly. You get free flights. You got free flights to Australia and free, free flights around Australia. So, like, how Australia is not that big, is it? Huge, mate. Jesus, I don't know anything. It's huge. It is huge. Like, but but in the example, game of risk, it's so small, and that's where I like to start the game, and so I can take yeah, over you the world. Start in Australia, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to play it one. slow. Only take one country at a time. You know, we just collect the there's, cards. <laughs> there's only one access point to Australia too, so that's why you got to defend it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Anything like the two close cities, like Melbourne to sydney looks really close but it's like a two-hour flight right insane huh i yeah. don't know i i always i thought about going over there when i heard about that i would yeah. recommend it to anyone yeah i've been talking I actually it was when it. i saw chris frank over there it's like yeah. I, I always wanted to get to australia hockey would have got me there if i would have asked it's kind of like the nba if you don't yeah. go and do it it doesn't get done <laughs> that's true actually that's where i first met frankie was over there I obviously played against him in like Cardiff, Sheffield or whatever. And then I think he was signing for us that next year. It got announced when we were over there and then we played him that weekend. And what's it and like I, playing him though? Because playing him is different against, than being his friend. Playing him's awful. It's the worst. 
It's like I used it's to scary. hate playing against him. He's probably the, he, he was actually the one I had to be most aware of on the ice of anybody I played against. Yeah. I think I saw him hit a guy in Michigan. It was the biggest hit I've ever seen in my life. Is that the one where he flips him in the corner or something like that? He hits him and the, like the guy had his head up coming up the wall and he hits him and the guy goes straight back in the air, like four feet, just straight back. He doesn't do flips. He goes straight back and he's like out cold in the air and then lands. It's wild. And he's a big boy to tell you that. And mean on playing. the ice. Really nice yeah, off the ice. Great guy off the bears. ice. Teddy yeah. bear. Maybe too soft off the ice, but on too, the ice. Yeah. Crazy. Love to give him a hug Crazy. off the ice. I would have given him a hug <laughs> on the ice, but he didn't want one. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a few times, I think, but he definitely didn't want one. Oh, man. So then you do it the one time, and yeah. it's – so are you still a single cat at that time? Yeah, I was still single. I think I met Jenny the year after that, actually. So that was – Okay, so then you didn't yeah, do it again, fun. though. Uh, you did it once, and that was enough. <clears throat> yeah, we, we were talking about doing it, but then obviously, I think we we got pregnant that one summer, and then it's harder to do it with kids than it is without kids, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Most things are. <laughs> um, so I guess then you're you're getting into yeah when Frankie joins you, and then you got Salts, Fitzy, Mizey. And Finner's your coach, eh? <laughs> yeah, we had that year. It was crazy. We had like, we had four legit heavyweights. But you also had scoring. And you yeah, also and like, like a team. Guys were six foot three, six foot four, two. I felt like I was like a bring your child to work day sort of thing. I felt tiny in that room. I'm sat in, the, in between Keith and Maisie in the room. And I'm like, can't even tie my own skates because they're so big. <laughs> Are they that like salts as big as as my Mizey and Mizey's yeah, they're big? At least, they're at least six three, six two, six three. Man, they're big big boys. Are they all that big? Yeah, yeah. terrible, it's... isn't it? it? Makes you feel bad. What are you like? Five what? Eleven? Five five ten? Five eleven? Yeah. Five eleven on a good day. I don't remember you being small. Well, I take that as a compliment. I'll take that. Well, you didn't play small. You weren't small. There's small guys that are small, like play small. Yeah. You don't play yeah. small. Thank you. That's a compliment. Thank you. You can take that one. You can take Thank that. You. Yeah. Thank That's fine. You can have that one. You can have that one. I'll give you that Thanks. one. Today. <laughs> but I heard the reason you guys lost that year um, was because you guys didn't get beers in the room anymore the last couple months. <laughs> maybe it wasn't as, maybe it wasn't as important to you <laughs> oh, it was at that time it was don't worry about it. okay no I have, always... I have a serious question this is serious and this oh, i yeah. i'm really really concerned and i want to know are there still beers in the room after games uh oh my god don't say it like no, that no, stop not it. like it used to be mate no not like it used to be I hurts mean, like my heart. Get, it hurts my heart. To get, yeah, you don't get it. You don't get it for Man of the Match anymore. You don't get like booze we, we, for Man of the Match. Got, we, <laughs> yeah, well, it might do, but I, we haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. I don't think we do it. It's crazy. It's different. Times but like, so now. say say you win a game on uh-huh. say Mars. We take the kids to Mars on Saturday. There's Mars uh-huh. bars all over the ice. You win yeah. a big game. You yeah. come in the room and you don't play again till Wednesday. You're telling yeah. me there's no beers in the room? No, we, we would have beers at home game. Like a couple of guys would have beers. Couple but, guys? Um, yeah. Couple well, some people guys. got drag, you know. Some people got drag. 
Right. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. You can have one, right? One. No, you can't in Scotland. Zero. It's zero to drive yeah. in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Fun huh. fact of the day for you. There. Yeah. Well, there and that's, I learn stuff every time I come to the shed. I didn't even know you ate kangaroo until Chris Frank came on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's another thing is all the folks that tipped the pod in the last uh, week there to, and they got stickers sent to them. Thank you for supporting the shed, but here's the names of some of the tippers. Okay. Or these are the tippers in the last week. Okay. Sarah Louise, Richard Williams, Lauren Thomas, Nathan George, Lee Hudson, shed guy, Helen Wardlaw, Hedwin John, Anthony Woodward and Casey Richards, Thomas Williams, Gavin Evans, who also got sent to jerseys. They're all my tippers. Thank you for tipping me because every time it happens, it's like, even if it's like a pound, it makes my heart like tighten up, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, they actually like what I'm doing and they appreciate all the effort I'm putting in, you know? (laughs) So thanks guys. Right. You know. (sighs) Okay. Sorry. No beers at the end of the season. Beers, games after still. Okay. So making the men's GB team 2014, 15. So that's the year I play against you. You make team GBA. Uh, yeah. We How'd you find to... out? Do they just send out a list and you find out if you're on the list or what? Yeah. They email you to go to camp. Um, back in those days, they had a pretty much, it was just a team that year, maybe one or two extras. Um, now it's like a squad goes to a camp and then they cut from the squad, but. I think that year he decided to take his team to the camp. So he kind of knew when you got the email, you were going to go. And that was with Pete Russell? Yeah, it was his first year. We went to Holland, I think. Yeah, and then the Netherlands went to... Uh, oh, I can't remember. Eindhoven? Eindhoven. Eindhoven. Is, that's... Yeah. Uh, what, uh, it's Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah, we went there. Um, I think we got silver there. Yeah, we got silver. That, I, you did get silver because I do recall uh, watching it from Eli Jenkins in Cardiff Bay writing my thesis. Yeah. Yeah. We lost, I think we were like two minutes away from winning gold. I think. Yeah. Uh, did you not lose the last game two to one to somebody that you should have beat? And you, it, yeah, it, it, it wasn't like a yeah. final game, right? It's like a round robin. It's whoever gets yeah. the most points. <laughs> yeah. We beat, we beat, uh, it's because we beat. Uh, career in overtime so then they won the rest of their game so we lost end up losing by like a point or something yeah i, re- I we remember took it. it to overtime i don't know i was right in the middle of getting my remember. masters over a glass of red in <laughs> cardiff bay <laughs> i remember asking the waitresses to turn it on and i watched it in a bar yeah. in cardiff and it was pretty cool to see richie and um i'm not sure if batchy was on the team that year or not but bouncy was uh, yeah, Matthew Mize might have been that. that Mizey would have been for sure. Yep, the other yeah. Mizey. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's cool to watch your friends on TV. Doesn't matter, you know? Like I, I love it. Now, now they're in yeah. the first division, right? Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that was the start of the journey, really. Since Pete Taker took over, and then the next year, the next two years, they got so he's still he's again. still the coach. Yeah, he's he's got the yeah he's still the coach. He took him to the so obviously he's been in that top. Yeah, for two years now, top tier for two years. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, doing good. Um, so have you been in the camp since then or not? Yeah, I've been in a, I've been in one or two since then. Um, 
the season after that, I was in, they did like Olympic, Olympic qualifiers. It was in like January. I don't know if you were there. We had like, for once, we had like two weeks off in the, in the season. I don't know. Because the Olympic that. qualifiers. I don't think I was there. Um, and then the game before, I was supposed to go to Italy the next day. I, somebody took a snapshot of my face. I broke my jaw. So I couldn't go to. Uh, were, you to try, were you trying to block it? No, it was my own guy. My own guy shot the puck. And were you right? Were you screening the goalie? Yeah, I was in front of the net, and like I was just got behind the D man, and then the D man moved out of the way, and then I just saw the puck just coming. Sometimes I, I wonder like, how that doesn't happen more often, right? Like when yeah, you think back on your career and all the close calls there are with your face <laughs> with a puck, right? Especially if you're a guy like say Matthew Waugh that's standing in front for your career, yeah. like that's probably why he's got the big beard though. I bet you it's the guy, the defenseman standing behind him that eats all the pucks. So he's either yeah. he, he either takes it in the belly or he gets out of the way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, just driving the net, turning around, and then like D man moved and I just took it right on the side of the head, like side of the face. Oh, I re- I remember playing uh, rebound after a practice in Germany, and like you're just out there for fun, and then like a 20 year old kid stayed out and. Like, you know, the puck deflects up in his face and all of a sudden he's lost three chicklets all yeah. over playing rebound after practice. It usually happens and then like stupid, pointless. Things it's, it, it, you're right. It's it's during rebound or it's like getting yeah. injured playing two touch. But I was never willing to give that up. <laughs> I was oh. willing to I'm, I'm willing to take the risk to play two touch. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the best part. <laughs> it's the best part of being a pro hockey player and that, that you're like, I'm getting paid to play this game. And it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're British and you see all the, all the North Americans trying to kick a football. It's pretty funny. Really? That's where you're taking this. Oh, I'm, yeah. Well, I don't know what it's like in Cardiff, but I can only I, speak to Glasgow. I'm a fantastic two touch player. So you played, you were in Germany for a while. I probably learned a little bit over there. I, Germany, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I liked soccer. I played soccer growing up, football, you know. But then yeah. once I, I, I like to be creative, just like on the ice, you know. Shoulder <laughs> strikes. I like yeah, to, yeah. I like to pretend I'm gonna head it and then turn and back it at the, the back, guy beside. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good move. I try to be creative, you know. <laughs> um. Okay. What else do I got then? So your testimonial year was uh, not that long ago. Um, another guy that played in Glasgow for a while, and it was right before I played with him, was Mike Will. He was there with you for a while. Yeah, he's big Willsy. He was my roommate for two or three years, the first couple of years. Is that right? Bad music, eh? He likes bad music. Awful music. We used to go to our practice rink, was like 45 minutes away for the first bumper out. You know, we just said that. And uh, he would play like drum and bass at like six seven in the morning when we're going i'm like this is not what i wanted to listen to like like <laughs> I, I yeah i i remember i i don't even know why i know this but i i think i went to his apartment once and it was just like oh. and i'm like yeah. loves ah. it he loves it oh days i don't know i don't know <laughs> He's doing yeah. a heck of a job at taking pictures yeah. of stuff now though eh? i'm just saying that he's got a good gig now doesn't he i just saw today's flying to la He's all over the world taking pictures of stuff. Yeah, he said. He says. He said to me like uh, they just email him on like the Sunday saying, "Oh, here's your tickets to Austria for three days." It's like, oh, okay, what a job that is. Um, I still, and it's like everything starts from somewhere. But I remember we got somewhere, bus trip, plane, wherever. We're on a road trip, and we get to the hotel, 
and we're like just checking in and he's already like leaving in the elevator i'm like where are you heading man and he's got his camera and he's like i'm going to take pic like i'm going to take pictures there's this and that in the city and i'm like all right and then to see where he went from that to where he is now man wild he's, stuff. he's done really well really well it's great stuff but he's uh he's definitely he's always been pretty clued on with that stuff and he's just he's a social butterfly too you know that like he talks to anybody and he He's a good dude. I always liked He's him. Really Great teammate. Guy, yeah. 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 Wow. Really good guy. Well, way to go, Willsey. Maybe come he to the shed and talk about your pictures someday. Yeah. He broke his face in the big blue tent, actually, when he was backing up. <laughs> he broke his face? Yeah. So he was stood, obviously, he was doing the gate in the big blue tent, and then Voth and came and hit somebody next to our bench, and his stick was that long. It kind of swung around and hit Willsey in the face. Oh, this <laughs> is... Like, bro- <laughs> He broke his uh, he broke his cheekbone. I'm sure he broke his cheekbone. I couldn't practice for like six weeks. <laughs> really? That that's yeah. so that's before he ever comes to Cardiff then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That was scary, that big blue tent. And that's what's when, funny, right? When you talk about injuries, that's the backup goalie on the bench breaking his cheekbone. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was insane. Like well, uh, you know, you've seen videos, you didn't play with that bad buff guy, did you? No, Andy Dodge is the shed, so that's not cool. You know, we've seen videos. He's a big, he was a big human, and he liked to hit pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a scary guy. Um, you you guys had some scary guys in Glasgow too, though. You know, yeah, we had. So, well, Frankie was like Frankie was like one. he was my friend, and I remember playing against him, and I like when he looked at me, I'm like, you're not looking at me. Like, you know, me, you're looking through yeah. me. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like that look. I don't like that no. look at all. Well, I'm pretty, pretty sure a couple of times that yeah, people like chose to fight Frankie because they didn't want to fight like Pitsy or, or Salt. Like Frankie was kind of their third choice. And like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're not going to beat any of them. Pitsy I- knocked like three people out cold that year before he even hit the ice. I've never seen that before ever. I never know. Oh, yeah. He had a fight against Sheffield and he hit some guy and he was out cold and just felt like MMA kind of. Was, oh. And then you guys also have like scoring. It's like you had quite the squad. Yeah, we had we had a pretty sneaky good like second, third line too. We had like Scott Pitt as well. He's He was incredible. He's Scott Pitt, player, what was that, that trim guy or something? Yeah, they were good. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you guys were a good squad. And then I, like, it's weird when you show up to a rink, right? And, like, the players come out of the room and you just see the way they hang out in the lobby or wherever. Like, your arena's not that good for place to hang out. But I just saw you guys, and I'm talking to maybe Frankie or someone I knew, and I just saw how everybody on your team was smiling (laughs) and happy to be around each other. And it was like you guys were a family. And those were the teams that scare me, you know? When yeah. you look around and you see teams that don't get along and do get along, the teams that yeah. win are the teams that come out together, that are together on and off the ice. Exactly. Exactly. We had a good mix that year. We only had a couple of like, and we didn't have many kids that year. I don't think we had any. Maybe Frankie was the only one with a kid that year. So it was good. It was... That's like when I was in Cardiff, I was the only one with a kid too. <laughs> yeah. Well, this year there's, there's me and Roisy who have kids. I've got 60% of the kids on the team. This year. <laughs> well, hey. So you're the only one with kids and the Mars bars are for the kids Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Things do happen for a reason. That's why you lost last weekend. So we can do this this weekend for both of you. Yeah, <laughs> good, right. Yeah. Okay. I got a random question then. 
Were you the captain when Fitzy was the coach? Yes. You were named yeah. captain of the team you've played for forever. Yeah. Are you the captain now? No, I'm assistant captain now. So then once you're the captain, you're not like the captain in Glasgow. Well, the new coach came in and he kind and then of, it makes uh, it his own. I get you. No, no, he was actually <laughs> no, he was actually really respectful. He's, I think the guy who's captain now, he's had captain for like four or five years in the past. And Every team is on. Yeah, and he came over and he, he called me in and he explained the situation. He was really respectful about it, and I can't complain. Like, and the guy's a really good captain, so I can't like, you know what I mean? You know when you just you know you just, like you just meet a guy, you know he's a good captain. You know, he's one yeah. of those guys he blocks fifteen shots a game. Like, he's, right? Yeah, he's there are guys that are just born captains, but like, yeah. you, you seem like that too. So, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's really respectful the way he did it. So I can't, I can't complain. I'm, I'm okay. happy. Fair enough. So that's my only question. <laughs> um, but what else do I got then before we shut it out here is, uh, okay. Who are your most memorable teammates? Just give me a couple. I, we don't need to make people feel bad. If you don't say their name now, just give me like one or two or like maybe, I don't know. Well, uh, memorable for what, for what reason? Though, I don't I know. I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> most fun to be around or like best players, whatever you just tell me why. Oh, I think that the guys who I had for my testimonial were probably the most influential guys. Uh, Keith and Maisie, all those guys, and Salts and Pity and everyone like that. Um, memorable guys, probably Gal, Greg Upray is probably the most memorable guy. If you get I get what I'm trying to, yeah. trying to get what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> nobody's kind of come close. Levy, Levy's up there. I, I do know he, like, um, that Galbraith had a bit of a, like, I don't know what the word is. I don't know if it's a stigma or what, but like, um, I, I don't know the story behind him, but I don't know him. I, I, I don't know many stories. I just heard like, yeah, he was in, interesting. We were once in Weatherspoons. There's a Weatherspoons in there, just across the road from the break. You probably went there after the game. <clears throat> Having breakfast one morning and uh, he's just eating and he's like facing away from the window and I'm looking out. A couple of guys and he's caught in and a tow truck just comes up, takes his car and drives away. And then we're like, Gal, your car's gone. He's like, Yeah, they said that they said that's gonna happen. <laughs> like he wasn't didn't even bat an eyelid at it. it he just watched it, it happen like it wasn't even happening. He didn't even turn around. He didn't even turn around. It was like, Yeah, this they said that was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that parking tickets? I'm assuming. I have no idea, but it could be anything. He actually, that is the thing with it. It's such a range. It could be anything. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Memorable coaches. What's the, who's the most influential coach? Do you think who's the one that like you would say you you were? No, I think Finner. Huh, Finner? Yeah, I think he he was the one that first kind of challenged me a bit. You know, like I. Everyone was just kind of happy because I was playing well as a young kid, and then when I when he came, he kind of wanted to push me up to that. He wanted to make me like a national team player. He wanted to make me quite. And what uh, year? What year teammate. did he come in? I think four. I think four because we had a we had a really rough year that the, right after year your three. hunting kangaroos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> like he really does seem like a coach I'd want to play for. 
Like he seems yeah, he's like he's honest. He he it draws, he knows where to draw the line. Yeah, but he good. also he's got an edge to him. He's competitive. He wants to win. But like he also understands that you got to have fun to win hockey games. You got to be a team. He seems right up my alley. Yeah, he is. I played against him obviously a couple of years before he retired or whatever, and he was a nightmare to play again. Right. Uh, oh. He's just one of those guys just cross check you whenever he could cross check you in the face. Like <laughs> if, they, if the refs weren't looking, it's like yeah, it's, it's funny how like the video in hockey really like took away a lot of the extra fun, right? Like the slashes <laughs> to the back of the legs or like whatever. Like the stuff that would go on, all of a sudden it's all over because now they got video of everything, right? Exactly. Yeah, you can't do anything these days. <laughs> I guess it's the same off the ice too, right? All the boys can't have any fun because anybody can just take pictures. Look at who's out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, luckily I don't go out anymore because I'm yeah. uh, Be- better stay home and play video games, hockey players, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you do your mischievousness at home? <laughs> um, okay. I bet you I know this one, but where's your favorite road trip in the league is it going to sheffield and trying to beat the team that you're not a legend for now you're a legend of glasgow <laughs> instead of them yeah sheffield's always fun like i get to see all my family and friends as well when i'm down there they all come to the games so it's probably probably is number one um but i do like cardiff apart from apart from the travel i do like going to cardiff yeah it's good okay we always I- do seems to do pretty well down there and yeah, Manchester's good for us too. We take a lot, of, a lot of uh, fans down there, and obviously, how, how far is Glasgow to Sheffield? Four, four and a half, four. So you got a pretty, you got a good drive to get home though. But it's yeah, we just did it just before Super Bowl, just there actually, just on Sunday. We had we had them away at four. We just we got back at like twelve, so we missed missed the first quarter. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, yeah. okay. I don't know what else I got for you other than uh, I can't wait for Saturday. I know you guys are going to dominate and okay. your kids are going to see Mars bars everywhere, right? I know my oldest is going to get diabetes from it. probably. Yeah. Well, if there's too many, if the fans get too carried away, then uh, can donate it. we'll donate it to the food Absolutely. or what, Absolutely. what food bank or you could just give it out in town, right? People like them. So <laughs> probably won't take random chocolate bars from strangers yeah <laughs> <laughs> <No>, you never know <laughs> i think mosey did in sheffield i think he gave out some kit kats around town yeah but yeah, yeah no there's the food bank and i think it's a, yeah like they threw a lot sheffield threw a lot yeah. so glasgow you have a lot to live up to um i got twitter support from sheffield um rumor has it kit kat is now talking to them about a sponsorship i don't know if that's true or not but it all started from shooting the shit in my shed. And I think that's cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> so they had to tweet. So they tweeted saying it was a one time. It was a one time. Thanks for so much. I heard. And then Todd Kelman texts me and says, wow, you're really getting all these teams and shit. Like, uh, <laughs> do you remember uh, when they banned me for life, Todd, um, after we won the challenge cup, the, the wives and, girlfriends are trying to get down to be on the ice with all of us and the security guard wasn't going to let them and todd todd picked the guy up and put him to the side and let the girls go and they told him he had a lifetime ban so i think it's the uh sheffield arena saying we're not allowed to do kit kats anymore um i don't think it's the steelers 
Yeah, well, it makes sense. But we're on we're on their side. The Steelers supported me, and if it'll get you in trouble, we don't want that. Just like we don't want we don't want chocolate bars for losses. We only want them for wins. Exactly. And, exactly. and there's going to be Mars everywhere in Glasgow Saturday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Um, well, it's been really nice getting to know you, man. I had never you met too, you, man. but I had heard good things. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like this shit. I don't know why. My heart flutters every time. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate having me on. No, seriously. Good luck the rest of the year against everybody but Cardiff. And uh, <laughs> I, I hope you do well. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, 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 it's fun getting to know new guys because now when I see highlights or scores, I can check to see how you're doing or Roisey's doing. And it's like, I, I don't have a few more highlights than I will. So <laughs> uh, it's all good. I, do you want your player review? I always, I usually give guys player reviews. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you I'll take it. I think that one's just nice though. Wow, it's not that. Yeah, we'll see. You ready? I, I don't know. I got nothing prepared. I got to think for a second. Hey, you ready? No, it's not as fair because I played against you. All right. Okay. But if your team's going to win the championship, you're probably the third line winger. Penalty yeah, kill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me just get into it here. <clears throat> if your team's going to win the championship, you're a third line winger, maybe a fourth line winger if you're going to win the league title, but you're going to do whatever it takes to win for the team. You're going to take whatever role they ask of you. You're going to do whatever it takes. You're going to block any shot. You know what? You're not that big, but you would fight a guy for the team just, you know, to help out and do whatever. But um, you're up and down the wing. You take it to the net hard. You finish every check. Um, and yeah, you're willing to block every shot in the PK, but that's where you thrive. That's where like you're excited to go out on the penalty kill and try and shut down the other team's power play because you know, that's your role. You're not wanting to go out on the power play and try and score a ton of points. You know what you got to do to help the Glasgow clan win. And that's on the penalty kill and being a role player and making sure your line beats the other team's line. Right. Damn right. Yeah. That sounds pretty spot on pretty british but pretty spot on <laughs> british well yeah I, yeah guess. I feel like quite a few guys have got that role in the that is true I'll take it. even the british guys you all play a little differently yeah we do. you play a little heavier game a little stronger game than some of them thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh anyways there you go thank okay you. anyways and this has been another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Woody and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive me I'm like Scott and Zanico fans I'm like Pete Southtown Zan Zan I'm always speaking my mind When I'm better off with my tongue I'm a bad joke at the wrong time Still I'm a legend in my own mind I'm good for some But I'm not for it